So anyway, welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. I am your host, Tim Bowen, here with Steven Johnson. We are, you know, recording this episode kind of in the middle of January and, and want to talk, since it's, you know, everybody talks about New Year's resolutions and, 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 and goal. I mean, this is a time of year to, dig- you know, discuss goals and, and where you think the, uh, where you want to be at the end of the year, where your trading wants to be. And one of the things we want to talk about, Stephen and I, you know, chit chatted a little bit is, is, you know, where the market is in January, what is, what is working, what isn't working. And, you know, I'm not afraid to, you know, I'm not afraid to be wrong. One of, one of the, one of the biggest parts of being a day trader is being okay with being wrong. And I've, you know, I've got a fair amount of predictions for 2018 that I'd be willing to make. And, you know, and we can, Ooh. maybe when we come back, we'll, we'll see if I'm right or not. Tim, I mean, what you just said there, I have to say, I was effing beautiful. Thought that, I thought that was effing beautiful. We're not allowed to swear, so, uh, but I wanted to place emphasis on that. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think that's a great idea for the show. I, I, I mean, there's a couple of topics that I want to discuss. New Year's resolutions, uh, what, what, maybe what your resolutions are, what my resolutions are, how the market has changed between 2017 and 2018, and what personal goals we both might have for the future. And, and maybe just a recap on, on, on progress made last year for you and for me and, and for, for where we'll be in the future. And I don't know, maybe for the, for the pro guys, because I know you do the pro course, uh, what are your goals for the guys in 2018 and what's, what's changing on the course? Stuff like that, I think is interesting. Sure, sure. But I mean, for, for me, I mean, how, how has your 2018 been? We're, we're about eight days in. So far, so good. Um, you know, it's an interesting market right now because, you know, we, you, you always talk about, you know, not wanting to chase stocks and, you know, and, and that's always been one of my hard and fast rules. I've always said, you know, Hey, if you miss the move early, you can wait till later. But, uh, I tell you this, this, this first week, this first couple weeks, basically, um, I would call it, you know, for, for lack of not, not too much hyperbole, hyperbole, but it's been a chaser's market. These stocks are just going and going way further than you than you think they would. Absolutely, or a short seller's nightmare is, is another way you could describe it. And and I mean, honestly, the start of January for me, I mean, I don't know. Do you know? Do you know those times when you you laugh so much that you cry? <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Like I I've been crying a lot, but it's not been through laughter. It's been through pain <laughs> and torture. <laughs> And I, 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 it's kind of funny, but it's one of them things that's funny, but not funny at all at the same time. Sure. But, well, uh, but, no. I mean, you know, you know, the, again, the, some of these, you know, uh, the one that, that comes initially to mind is, is CNET and, you know, and actually I'll, let me bring that up and I'll share I'll my screen real quick here. You know, this is a stock that, that again, you know, uh, is a classic what, what what you would say in the past would, would be a classic short sell opportunity. And ultimately, let me get a 10 day chart here and let me get your mug out of the way. Um, Tim, this, this beautiful. We're, we're live discussing trades on stocks to trade. I mean, not on stocks to trade, on steady trade, using stocks to trade. <laughs> so, cool. you know, a, a stock like CNET, I mean, a Chinese-based, uh, you know, social network, basically. And, they, you know, they, all, all they did was, was an, uh, issue a press release that said they were somehow getting into blockchain. 
which we'll probably talk about blockchain and cryptocurrencies a little bit today. But, you know, that, that has been the theme lately is, is these stocks issuing these press releases, say they're pivoting into cryptocurrencies or pivoting into blockchain. And, you know, they, they spike and they fail. But, man, CNET is just a classic example of this day back on last, last week on Thursday. It spiked 300%, starts to fade. And then rips again from, from, you know, another, I think 300% starts to fade, starts to pull. Everybody kind of thinks it's a short sell opportunity midday, late day, and then goes proceeds to go from $4 and 50 cents a share to $12 a share in, I don't know, half an hour, you know, you know, again, short seller nightmare because the stock is, is most likely doomed but if you get in front of that freight train right now, I mean, I mean, these, these, this is the type of stock that can, I mean, that can really ruin a trader, like, like put you out of business as a day trader. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And this is why I've got to cut them. It just reminds me of a good lesson with IZEA. But just, I mean, just talking about the Chinese stocks, because literally the, I mean, it was the weed stocks at the very start. It's the importance of following sector momentum has never been more important. Uh, the fact that with the weed sector, with blockchain sector, with the Chinese sector, just lighting up. I mean, literally, it has been like the United States of Chimerica uh, these last few days. It's been like a Chimerica trading revolution, right? Because it's, it's been mental the last few days. I thought Donald Trump had joined China and America together. And, and this <laughs> is why the stocks are running. But it's not. It's blockchain. You know, and, and that's a, that's again, uh, you make a very good point. And that would probably be, you know, if we, obviously we like to be educational as well as entertaining. And that is one of the, the biggest things that you can, I think, if, if you're a new or aspiring day trader is focus on, you know, what is hot. We are in a very uh, news heavy market right now. And what, like you said, whether that be marijuana and actually marijuana stocks are back again today, or it be blockchain or it be China plays or, or any, or, or now actually this week is the consumer electronics show. And we've already had a couple runners today, just based on the fact that they are, are appearing at the consumer electronics show. I mean, I'm as bullish as they get, but I'm not going to buy or, or, or you know you know I'm not going to you know buy into the fact that a stock should be up 20 30 40% simply because they're appearing at a trade show but the point is any type of catalyst any type of news is moving stocks right now yeah but i mean it, but it's funny though because the thing but yeah but first of all the one thing the one difference cuz i guess the difference between last year and this year the one difference between this year and last year is is everyone's just thinking like what's going to be hot today and they're like weed's hot yes. today blockchain's hot today ah no china's hot today and people are jumping between sectors and sectors and chasing the sympathy plays and i've i've never seen it switch momentum like that that fast before do, do you have an answer mr timbone why is this happening <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I, first of all, I have never seen that either. You know, I'm, I'm roughly yeah. 10 years into this. I've never seen, you know, there is always a hot trend. You know, I, I, I pick on Jim Cramer a lot, but ultimately, you know, he's very successful at what he did. Confessions of a Street Addict is a great book. We may re review Confessions of a Street Addict. It is very good story of, of Jim Cramer's early years. But, you know, he would always say there's always a bull market somewhere. 
And that's always been true in these low price stocks where you're, there's always a hot trend. But what has changed last fall and especially late December and now January is we have three to four hot trends at once, which you talk about, you know, you know, you know, kind of where I'm at in my trading and stuff. I tell you, I have failed to maximize the potential because every day it's like fireworks going off. I mean, you got 10 weed stocks going, you got four China stocks, you got today we had three or four blockchain related plays running. I mean, there is just stuff running everywhere. Yeah. And, and the thing with these trends is you can't be too late on them because just a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I was thinking, shit, I better look at the, the Bitcoin price more regularly and get a sense of how it's doing. And if I'd done that when in maybe a month ago, five weeks ago, you, you could be killing it when Bitcoin was running at 20,000. If you are playing the sympathies of Riot, NXTD, I, I don't know if it is what a sympathy of Bitcoin. It's more no, of a recent- what, 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 what is actually a good, good style. What is a consumer electronics show? They've got wireless charging and they're one of the ones that are presenting at CES. And that's the only ah, reason they're yeah. up. So why they're up. Okay. But yeah, if you look up the, the, the sympathies of Bitcoin, the, there's money to be made there. And well, actually just as a, as a, as a side note, just real quick as a tip, if you're listening, you can go to the stocks to trade YouTube channel. And I did a quick five minute video on, on how to use the software to keyword scan. And I mean, again, this morning, you see them, they come in, if there's blockchain, if there's crypto, if there's Bitcoin in the headline, they don't all run, but geez, 90% yeah. of, now, now that doesn't mean they're going to be profitable trades. Doesn't mean you're going to time yeah, it, right? Doesn't mean you're going to get a good entry, but all of them run. I mean, my favorite was Hooters, you know, you know, B-U-R-G. I love Hooters. I love Hooters. I could, I could spend all day on that. No, I'm just saying I'll be a fat degenerate alcoholic. This is why I'm, <laughs> I'm better in a, in a, in a, in Dubai where I can be sober and, but being sober has done worse for me trading. I don't know. This is arguable. Actually, let, yeah, so, so let's finish up on the sector idea. Remember, right now, yeah. again, I, I highly recommend using the keyword search in the news and stocks of trade. I highly recommend as being, you know, be a part of being a well-rounded trader is being, you know, aware, aware of your environment. I mean, obviously, a lot of you guys know I hunt, okay? If you, I mean, you, if you're out there hunting, you need to be aware of everything that's going on around you. And so, my tip is, you know, read business news, you know, read, read, go to, go to Reddit, see what the hot trends are. Always be, you know, I subscribe to the wall street journal. I'm not saying you have to pay for that kind of stuff, but have a, have a business mindset and be, be aware of what is going on. And you know, that way, that next sector that comes, you can be ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I fully agree. But can we, can we bring up Big? Because I think Big's a good example of, of how, how you can play a blockchain and how you, how you shouldn't play a blockchain. Cause yes, Big, yes, perfect. Big so let me, the, let me. Yeah, BURG was the first trade of the year. And, and that was when I was still in the, I was, I, I was up about 3,000 on the month. And I was, it was my first trade of, of 2018. And I, I nailed 300 bucks on it. And I was like, ah, oh, this, is, this, is <laughs> this is my month. This, this was the trade before it all went wrong. So let but, me what let let what I want you to do yeah, is recap let, your trade. Let, let, let yeah, me set you up. Let me set you up here. So, 
B U R G. It's on, it's on the screen if you're on YouTube. So this is a, uh, a restaurant management company. They own again, Hooters, other restaurant chains, again, not saying it's a good or a bad company, but if you look at your screen, the day that Steven traded it, this stock had been trading. Let me look at the year one year chart here. You know, for nine months, the stock had basically done nothing. Then on the second, uh, so the first trading day of the year, basically, they announced that they were going to, and, and I may not get all of these details right, but I will get it close. Basically, they were, they, they're going to have a, a membership rewards card, you know, basically like a lot of restaurants do, you know, the more you visit, you get free stuff, whatever. So they announced that they were going to give their loyalty program uh, some sort of cryptocurrency. I don't even know. I don't even know if it was Bitcoin or whatever. So very sketchy news. I mean, the fact that my rewards card, the more I spend at Hooters, maybe I get $5 a month in cryptocurrencies. Okay. Does that merit the kind of spike that Berg went through? So now give your trade idea and your plan. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, every single, every single PR that I've seen about blockchain uh, that has some sort of news of in the future, it might implement it or, uh, it's going to have a payment gateway for it um, or it's investing in technology to, to enhance that and all like it can be literally anything as, as long as it's not a more of a legit one, like riot, as long as it's not more of a legit company, uh, any kind of retail business or store or cafe that announces anything to do with blockchain. The continuous trend that I've seen is that it spikes pre-market. It never holds its highs. It comes back down. And then sometimes throughout the morning, you might see a double bottom or a higher low, and then it ends up ripping in the afternoon. And, and I've seen this happen over and over. So I was just like, every time a, a stock spikes big, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to short it when it looks like it's going to come down when, when it's maybe double topped or it makes a lower high, I'm just going to short it back down. And if it makes a new high, then I'll cut it. Uh, and with blockchain, honestly, I've done it a few times and it's worked. Uh, but I've been caught out uh, because for the likes of IZEA, they were uh, the CEO. Well, was actually, real, real quick before we move oh, on, yeah. what was yeah. what was your? I've got the chart for for last week on Berg on screen. What what was yes. your trade on that? I mean, I was I was when I saw it's pushing because I've seen the pattern so many times before, and because I saw the chart was a failing chart. I was showing in the fives and the five fifties. I went up to the sixes and it came all the way back down. And I remember covering, so my average was about 575. And I remember covering covering around the the low fives. I didn't quite take a dollar a share on it. I was about maybe covering in the 520s as an average um, because I just didn't think it would fail as big as it failed. Yeah, I think, you know, and again, just kind of obviously it's it's reverse engineering it, but I think that's a great exit. Again, you you know that these things are, you know, the, the, we're getting They're multiple rips a day out of these. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, my opinion is, especially if, you know, if you're shorting stocks, volatile stocks in pre-market and you get a 70, 80 cents a share of gain in a matter of minutes, you take that gain, baby, and in, in run away. So I, 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 while I'm not in, you know, while I'm not in love with shorting a screaming stock in pre-market, I love your cover. I, I think even though the stock ultimately went 
you know, almost a dollar lower, I think that was still a solid cover. Yeah, but 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 then on the flip side, um, I try to do the same thing. Just just an example of of why this might not work or why you can get caught out. So I Z E A in the afternoon, it, the, they popped up, and it was the, the CEO literally tweeted. He tweeted a picture. This annoys us because it's so ridiculous. He <laughs> tweeted a picture of some 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 boxes that said blockchain on, and he's like, "Oh, big news is coming." Hashtag blockchain. And I'm like, dude, you don't so- hate the player, player, hater, hate so the game, shit. man. That's the game of penny stocks, my friend. I'm like, it's so full of shit. Um, I like, and I nearly messaged him. I like nearly messaged the CEO and been like, you're so full of shit. And you've just cost us a thousand bucks. But anyway, I, I was shorting this. I can see around the 475s. Uh, I-, I thought it had no news. And then I realized when I was scanning through Twitter, the, the CEO had tweeted. That's why it was running. Then I thought, if, if if PR comes out about this tomorrow, my account potentially could blow up. And I was averaging up and averaging up, and I ended up about $8,000, $9,000 in. Um, and do you know what it is? I could have got out for a $200 loss, but I, I held it just to see if it would crack further. I could have got out multiple times for a small loss. Uh, but then after I was, I thought about it logically, and I thought, if I'm in this like $9,000, $10,000, and a PR comes out tomorrow, and this spikes 100%, I've lost twenty grand. I've, I've lost $20,000. And I thought, do I want to risk losing $20,000? Or shall I just cover into the after hours? And it's going to be like a $900 loss. But I'll be safe to trade another day. Yeah. yeah I just so you know, you, if, if, you're, if you're listening and you're kind of new to short selling, you know, Stephen isn't drunk. Those numbers are right. Those <laughs> numbers are right. When you can't, now that is the dilemma, or, or that is the crux, I should say of short selling, you can lose $20,000 on an $8,000 position. You know, that his math is correct. You know, if, if you were like, wait a minute, did he say that backwards? No, he said it right. But uh, do you know what it is? If I'd held it, I would have probably got out break even, might have got out for small profits. But there's just no point. Like, I am not taking that risk. I'm not even getting up at 4 a.m. U.S. time and just covering as fast as I can. I'm not taking that risk. It's too mental. Yeah, and I tell you, 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 well, no, I think, so number one, remember, I I say this every day. I mean, a a losing trade is not a bad trade. If you you thought about it properly, you planned it properly, and, you know, and you weren't a a dreamer or a basher or overly biased. I mean, I can't argue with your, I mean, this thing spiked huge late afternoon on the CEO tweeted pictures of some graphics cards, which, which when you mine cryptocurrencies, you use these GPUs to do it, you know, Uh, very sketchy stuff, very sketchy stuff, but, you know, this, but, so you know know, about this, I didn't know you knew about this, you know, anyway, okay, go on, carry on. But, but Steven is also very right in that, you know, by getting out, I mean, I thought I was looking at this stock that day and I'm like, man, this is guaranteed press release coming tomorrow. This CEO, this CEO. And again, I'm not trying to disparage anybody. This is just how we think about breaking down a trade, you know, but, but my thought was this CEO is all excited because he knows this PR is coming and he couldn't help it. But to be honest, the PR still hasn't come. And it's about, a, it was, this, this was last week. 
I thought the PR was due any day. And to be honest, I still think it might be coming. So did they do any financing though? Did they do a finance in the next day? Cause the stock cracked down quite hard. Oh, uh, I don't know. Sure. I don't think so. I, I think it was just selling just not- to be honest. I think it sold off because, because no, the press release didn't come. Yeah. yeah I, I think again, you and I were thinking the same thing. You were short bias. I was long bias. The next day, it, it, it did eat dirt, but, but I think it only yeah. ate dirt because the press, the press release, release didn't come. And now the stock's right back where it was. So. Yeah, but I mean, and it just, I mean, that just shows that, I mean, it was that. And if you look at the SPY, I mean, just if we're, if we're recollecting on the start of the year, if you look at the SPY, if you look at the QQQ, the NASDAQ, and, and this is such an important lesson for people that don't realize the SPY is the standard and poor, is it? Standard and poor, is that how you, I don't know how it is. Yep, yep. We, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a spider that, it's, a sp- it's, it's an ETF that tracks the S&P 500, yes. Yep. And if you look at the QQQ, what, what are, which is the, 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 the what NASDAQ. tracks the NASDAQ, yep. um, they're the having record highs. Like the SPY has put three, four massive big green days in. And uh, for me, I was a bit disappointed in myself to think, why are you so aggressive on the short side when the NASDAQ and the SPY are literally making, pulling in the biggest highs since back in February? Yeah. Really you know, you know, yeah. Really. Obviously. And I've got the chart on screen again, if you're watching on YouTube, but you know, you can bring up, just go to any charting package. Hopefully you've got your stocks to trade open, but you can go to any Yahoo finance if you want. And bring up the SPY one-year chart, and you can see it's just a nonstop grind. But what Stephen is talking about, in December, the overall markets were kind of sideways last couple weeks. But then this year, we have, I mean, the overall markets have basically gone parabolic, in essence. I mean, we've been grinding up for a year, but just this year, explosive. And and I think that's where Stephen is, is, you know, what you're trying to say is it's like, take all these things in consideration when you form your bias. No, no, and, and absolutely. And the old adage of four out of five stocks um, follow the market is kind of true because in December I was over aggressive on the short side, made 3000 bucks. And then in, in January, first four days of the, of the market, it's these big four green days come in. It's very bullish and I lose everything that I've gained in the whole month. And I'm just like, shit, but my own fault for being a bit aggressive and not adapting quicker, but it's, for me, it's whatever. It's a lesson, and it's um, it's a lesson, and I haven't really lost any of me me own money from like a professional job. So it's not it's not devastating, but it's. Uh, I was just like, wow. I was I was just like, wow. I can't believe that can happen that fast. I mean, is that normal, or am I just an alcoholic? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, again, when you when you're and and you can make money long and short in any market. But if you caught, get caught the wrong side of the trend, that's when things happen fast. And, you know, and, and I've got my gear behind me, but that's when you end up with gear in the headlights because you're like, whoa, these stocks are not moving the way they were a month ago or two months ago or, or kind of where you started your green streak. But I mean, how does that happen? It just happens. Just the market changes all of us. Like, how does that happen? Like, I was like, what's going on? How does that happen that fast? Well, I think, you know, and, and you want to talk about, we, we kind of teased some predictions and, and you asked me why I think this is happening. I think, you know, and again, this is, I, I'm 
tuned into the market all day. All I read about is the stock market. All I do is watch the stock market all day, every day. But I just think that there is an unprecedented, unprecedented amount of what, what you call market participants. I mean, everybody, literally everybody is a potential stock trader right now. Um, you know, you go back to like the dot-com boom, which I wasn't actively trading. But even back then, you know, half, half probably 70% of the world didn't even have a computer. I mean, this is the early adoption of household computers. Even if you had a computer, you might not have an internet connection. Now, literally everyone, I mean, everyone over the age of three has a supercomputer in their pocket that is connected high speed to the internet and has easy to use apps, low commissions, low fees. I mean, everyone is a potential stock trader. And I think that the more the SPY goes up, you know, not making a, picking a side politically, but the more the president brags about the stock market, there's just so many more participants. And most of these new traders are particular, are, are primarily buyers. They're not shorting. So it's just, they see something that excites them like blockchain technology. And it's just, again, to quote Jim Cramer, bye, 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 bye. That's crazy. And Jim Cramer, for the for the non-American people, I don't know who he is. He's some television person, right? Yeah, yeah. Television. <laughs> okay. But, um, and, and the other... But the do, other do, they have, like, do they have television where you are in, in England? Do they, do they have that over there yet? In England, they'll have television. You mean Dubai? <laughs> in Dubai, no, they'll have I, television. I, was, I, wanted, I wanted to do... A, I was trying to pick on your homeland. I was trying to uh, d- dig deep, you know, so... No, it was, it was kind of funny. I was watching um, something by Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, and he was talking about how English people complain about immigration, but we should be the least people, the least likely, the least, I don't know how to say it, the least likely people to talk about immigration when we invaded everyone else's country. <laughs> we should be the last people to talk about immigration when we emigrated on everyone else's country. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. And I'm, I'm pretty pro-immigration, but anyway, because I'm an immigrant in Dubai, I've got a camel in the in the bathroom right there. I call him Charlie. <laughs> I've got a camel in the bathroom and a camel in the bedroom. One calls, one's called Charlie and one's called Sarah. <laughs> I moved them in in January and ever since I've been losing. I don't know if they're, they're like cursed camels or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. No, but... So, um, uh, well, so well, let's talk well, about let's talk about your January. So so what 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 changes ha- have you made, and how do you th- do, do you think they're do you think they're affecting your your trading or 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 not? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, uh, resolutions right now. I guess we're going to talk about resolutions, and then we're going to talk about some predictions. Um, but I just wanted to quickly say the other thing that was influencing um, the crazy generation gap, and what's influencing trading a lot is. Like, I don't know about your parents, but in England, like my parents, working class, like my parents used to like share a bag of crisps. Like they didn't have money to like gamble on the stock market or trade on the stock mm-hmm. market. They were sharing Very bread. Important. They were sharing bread. They were sharing bread, sharing packets of crisps. And like, I remember my mom telling us that her mom used to like mix a sticky toffee, like bread pudding, bread pudding, a custard and sugar bread. Because they didn't have the money to do stuff, and then me dad, me that dad's dad would get paid from the shipyard, and he'd drink all of the wages for the week, and then they would have no food on the table. Like stupid <laughs> stories like that. But like, my life was nothing like that. I had like playstations and shit. 
So mm-hmm. my, my kid's life, well, everyone's got more money. So more people have got, I think, well, what will I spend it on? Very, very good point. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, I grew up middle class, grew up on a farm and, you know, uh, we weren't, we weren't poor, but you know, you, if, if, if the TV broke, you might go a month with no TV. If, if the, if the, if the microwave quit, you know, you might go a month without a microwave and, and yeah, I mean, very, very good point. I hadn't really even kind of brought that into my thesis, but yeah, I mean, you look, and, and then again, you look at my life, you know, growing up in the eighties, your life growing up in the nineties, but then you go back to growing up in the sixties and seventies. Nobody, no average Joe was putting money in the stock market. They didn't, they didn't have extra money to do that. No, but I mean, it's crazy. And I know I'm in Dubai with loads of camels and sand and stuff, but uh, I mean, even people in England have got money, like people in, in working class places in Newcastle, they've got a couple of thousand, they've got a couple of thousand pounds where they'll be like, which is $3,000. They've got $3,000 to invest and the working class people working in factories and stuff like that. Uh, so, so anyone can do it. So for me, the market's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's going to get, the, the barrier for entry is going to get less and less and less. Uh, so it's going to explode in the next 20 years. So learn now, learn now, capital, <laughs> capitalize and be a millionaire in 20 years, ideally. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, that's one of our motivations behind doing this, this podcast, obviously, is to help people because we know maybe, I mean, odds are you might've found this podcast because you were Googling, learn how to trade or how do I day trade or whatever. And you might've you know, if, 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 if we, if Google's doing its job, maybe it sent you here. And yeah, I think it's an incredible time. I mean, it just, again, with 10 years of experience, I remember four years ago when we were like, holy cow, the market's nuts. And it's like that, that, that four years ago, the market is nuts is like a level two on our, our, you know, and, and we're on level, we're on like, we're like spinal tap. It's turned up to 11 right now. I, I love that. It's like rock and roll thunder by, by ACDC. <laughs> we're doing the walk of life by dire straits. We're, we're, I could go on and on. But uh, if, I, if I'm going to say pre- resolutions, me resolutions uh, for January, I, I mean, I had a, I had a brilliant, brilliant uh, last year. I mean, last year was pretty much me, me first kind of year of trading. I'd learned a few months before. Uh, but last year, uh, looking at the numbers in 2017, I managed to finish overall profitable. So I had like my first profitable year. So that, that was super, super cool. Uh, so for this year, I, I, my goal is, is just to finish profitable again. Like if I'm, if I'm plus 10K, uh, I'll be over the moon. I'll be on top of the moon. I'll be like Neil Armstrong saying it's a giant leap for mankind. Like I'll be super happy with 10K profits. Um, so- you know, and Stephen, that's one of the things, again, I know I obviously listeners of the podcast will know my my hobby is giving Stephen a hard time but you know that's one of the reasons that 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 I respect you so much and one of the reasons that you know I uh, we we had worked with you to to get you (laughs) what what was that your respect (laughs) probably (laughs) but but, you know I I love your attitude and the, and the fact that, that you, you know, again, and we, we've talked about this before, but the, but the fact that you, that you know, this is a process and you're not sitting there, you know, obviously we, we interviewed Roland Wolf and, and I would, you know, I would, I would love to see you turn 4,000 into 500,000 in a year. But I mean, that's, that's, that's an outlier situation. And, and, and I love the fact that you're taking, a, you know, a realistic, long-term approach to, to, to this process. 
Ah, but there's two things with Roland. One, he he he's admitted that he's addicted to it, and he sits and watches the screen for 15 hours a day. Like I'm looking at charts for two hours now. I'm like, get me on Tinder. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, get me, <laughs> get me on Tinder. Find a fit girl. I'm going on a date, and I'm gonna have four pints. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like I'm just being honest. Like back like back in the day, about a year ago, like I could do I could do like eight hours, but I I had to be like. Do two hours, go for a run. Do two hours, like watch your favorite TV show for half for a, for an episode. Do another two hours, then just start having a few beers, and then learn while you're having a few beers. Like I cannot study for fifteen hours straight like he can. I cannot. I, I mean, maybe I don't have the interest. Maybe I don't. Like <laughs> not to his level. So, but but I but I totally agree that that's one of the things that has made him an outlier for sure. Def- definitely. Like he he loves watching red and green candles go up and down like he loves it loves it more than anything loves it more than anything he loves them candles up ticking and down ticking and he's dead good at it he's dead dead good at it but like people are good at different things like i'm i'm good at tinder like i'm good at swiping girls um not not, not the best ones not the best ones but I'm, I'm good at picking up average girls like i'm dead good at it i'm dead dead good at it but um like he's he's dead good at trading stocks but like what I want to get good at is I just want to be average at meeting average girls, average to good. And I just want to be average to good at trading. Like I want to find that balance where I'm average to good at picking up girls, average to good at trading. And like, and I'm happy with that. Like I'm, I'm an average to good guy. I'm not an exceptional guy. I don't want to be an exceptional guy. I want to be an average to good guy. Uh, so, so that's, that's why I don't, I don't get downhearted by not being rolling. Like I, I know for a fact, like, Eric Russell, um, I know even T- Tim Grittani wasn't consistently profitable till his 15th, 14th month. Um, even even Roland's kind of an outlier to Grittani. I, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because I know Grittani made a million in, in within 18 months or something like that. But these guys, are, so they have unique special talents. I mean, I know, I think you took a couple of years before you got it, I think. Uh, I yep. took a couple yep. of years. Um, I know that um, Ed Bogey, he's, he's three years in and he's, he's, he's up 40, 50K now, but it's took him three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and that's, you know, uh, you know the, it, it, there's no more true saying in trading than, than there is no such thing as an overnight success. And, you know, and it's like that in anything. I mean, I mean if, you, if you actually, you know, look behind an athlete or an actor or a performer or whatever, I mean, it's like the Beatles played in shitty bars for like six years, you know, no, no one thinks about that. They think about Beatlemania and, you know, everybody freaking out, but they don't think about the six hours playing in shitty, shitty bars or six years, six years. No. And I just want to say like the, the worst, most hardest time ever in trading is the, is your first year where you're thinking, I keep on losing small amounts of my own salary. I'm working for this money and I'm losing it. And will I ever get it? Will I ever get it? And like for me, like, yeah, I lost $3,000 last month. But at the same time, like it's, it was money that I'd gained. It's in one hand out the other. It's not money from my salary. And like once you've got it once, it gives you the confidence to know that you can definitely get it again. Uh, so for me, it does. It, I just want to say to people, the worst is that first year. And I think, you know, something I talk about in Stocks to Trade Pro a lot is, especially as a new trader, exactly that. I mean, just focus on wins, green trades, 
again, that's something I, I give you credit for back in the beginning. I mean, I remember $7 profits, $20 profits that you were talking about. And, yeah, that, and, then, and, then, and then once you realize you can repeat that, then, you know, you take the lumps like you have here. You know, you know, you can do it again. You've got the skills. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not worried. And, but you know what the funny thing is? Uh, a $500 win feels as good as a $50 win was back in the day. Like, it doesn't make any <laughs> difference. It feels just as good. It probably for the 51 felt better. <laughs> because you're like, I'm getting it, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but, so, yes, sorry. So, so what are your, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of head into the last segment here. What are, what are your predict? You've talked about your goals, which I, I, I love your goals. They're reasonable. They're not outlandish. Um, yeah. I've talked a little bit about my predictions and, and I can come back to them, but you know, what, what are your predictions for the market? You know, where do, do, do you, what do you think about cryptocurrencies? Do you think this is just a bunch of bunk and going away? Is this here to stay? Uh, etc that's a funny one um the the blockchain especially bitcoin the chart looks a bit like a pump and dump if i'm going to be honest the the bitcoin chart right now looks a bit like a pump and dump but the reason that i wouldn't say it was going to fly fly down like a pump and dump uh is because uh, you've got the likes of um tayo is it tayo cruz Ty cruz someone whatever his name is there's, there's so much, there's so much uh, marketing and advertising and e-commerce around blockchain, uh, and there's so many companies latching onto it. And the, and the pure fact that it's actually legit a currency uh, means that I can't, I can't say it going away. Uh, well, yeah, there's, yeah, well, like, like we had the news last week, like Peter, Peter Thiel, which I, many of you might know Peter Thiel, I mean, was in PayPal, was in Facebook early. I mean, these type of guys, billionaire, re- I mean, Check out Peter Thiel. He's, he's about as smart as they get. They're putting hundreds of millions of dollars into blockchain and Bitcoin. This is, you know, and again, I know, I know you're not saying it is a penny stock pump and dump, but there's no billion dollar hedge funds putting money into a penny stock yeah. pump and dump. Yeah. Or, you know. it's not, I don't know. The chart looks a little bit like a pump and dump, but sure. the, the fundamentals are no further from the truth of a pump and dump. It's the complete, uh, it's the antithesis. It's the antithesis. <laughs> A multi-syllable but, uh, word from Steven. <laughs> I know other big words. I need uh, it reminds us of a date that I was on. Give me another one. Give me another big word. Go. Uh, it was, um, I was on a date with a girl, an Irish girl, and she wasn't the smartest. She was like an Emirates flying girl. And, and she, was saying, um, she was saying, oh, I'm such a good procrastinator. I'm such a good procrastinator. I procrastinate all of the time. And I was like, you, don't, you do know that procrastinate means waste time, right? <laughs> I didn't have and I was like, just, just let her live her own world. But anyway, but anyway, it just reminded us of a funny story. Um, such a beautiful Irish girl. But anyway, we digress. We digress. We go a little far. We go a little that, bit that far. Wasn't we, that, that, that wasn't bad. That, that, was, that was a nice use. Yeah. We went far. We went far away from the story. Um, but, um, so where do you no, think I the just, market will be? Where, where, so yeah. when we're back here, when we're back be, yeah. here on, 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 on the Christmas December. episode... Of, of, of the 2018 Christmas episode, which if you haven't checked out the Christmas episode, I highly recommend yeah. it. Where, cool. what, you know, not, not like numbers, but like where do you expect, where do you think the stock market will be? Yeah, I'm going to make an outlandish prediction and I'm going to say that uh, blockchain will become an, an increasingly uh, big industry. I don't think there's anything that kill it. Um, I'm going to say that 
I'm going to make an outlandish prediction and say that Bitcoin will not be the leading crypto by the end of the year. I would That's not dispute that. Uh, I'll make that prediction in blockchain. Um, in terms of weed, the weed sector, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know enough to say. I'd say, I'd say it's, I'd probably think the weed sector will be probably where it is today. I can't see more things getting legalized or, or too much changing. I'd say the weed sector will be more or less where it is now. The blockchain sector will have surged and there'll be another 200 blockchain-related uh, companies on the, on the NASDAQ or on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, and I'd say that it's another year of all-time highs for the SPY and the NASDAQ. What about you? Well, we don't often agree, but, but, but uh, we agree on most of those. I mean, I think that, um, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I've actually been trading Ethereum lately. I think that's the right way to pronounce it. Um, you know, mainly because it's, it, it, I like the way it moves a little bit more. Blockchain's gotten a little, or Bitcoin's gotten a little choppy. But, um, yeah, I think that, that there will arise a, a new, I think there will be a, a new Bitcoin for 2018. Maybe it's Ethereum, maybe it's Litecoin, maybe it's Ripple. Um, but I think that this is not going away. Um, I, I just look at, and as amazing, as amazing as trading is right now in equities, and I agree with you that I think the SPY will just keep grinding higher all year. But the interesting thing about the cryptos is, I mean, these are accessible to anyone. Um, I mean, How you, could be, you could be in the middle of, of Antarctica as long as you have a cell phone. You, and, and, and you could, you, the thing with cryptocurrencies, especially a lot of the altcoins, they call them, I mean, you can trade them for, with $100. And, and there's people making 500% on these things. Now, you have to have a plan. You have to stick to it. Things we always talk about, but I do not see crypto trading going away and I just see it continuing to grow. But uh, what's, what's your personal goal? What do you want to achieve in, in 2018? I've told you mine, it's just make, make 10K. What, but what's yours? Yeah, mine are, you know, mine are more along the lines of, of, of what we're doing here and what we're doing with stocks to trade. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you, a lot of the listeners know the Steady Trade podcast is brought to you by stocks to trade. And, you know, we've got a bunch of amazing stuff coming with Stocks to Trade in 2018. Big features. We've announced some oh. of them. We've got some unannounced. And, you know, my goal is really to continue to drive that product forward, uh, you know, and, and make it the best stock trading platform there is. I want to, you know, my, my title at Stocks to Trade is lead trainer. So as a trainer with an N, you know, my goal again is is to create as many consistently profitable traders as there are. I mean, or, or as there can be. If 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 I could have, you know, uh, uh, two hundred, a hundred, five hundred people walking out at the end of twenty eighteen saying, "I've got the skills, the abilities to recognize these things, to break down trades, to recognize opportunities," and now I can make fifty bucks, hundred bucks, five hundred, a thousand a day, whatever that number is. Those are my goals. I mean, I mean, I, I think about helping people with the podcast. I mean, my goal is that this be, I mean, this is probably completely unrealistic, but I would love for us to be the number one rated podcast on iTunes, which you don't mind leaving an iTunes review. Um, but, th but those are where really my goals are driving the stocks to trade platform forward. We've got a mobile app coming. We've got a bunch awesome. of amazing stuff and make it the best product it can be as well as, you know, ultimately 
it doesn't matter how good the product is if nobody knows how to use it. And that's why I'm here to, to help people learn about this amazing opportunity. I mean, again, I know you're still kind of new, but I remember the dark days when, when we didn't have 10, 12 stocks running a day, plus cryptocurrencies, plus all this stuff. Uh, it, it's a tough road. It's a long road. It might take a couple of years, but the sooner you start, uh, the sooner that you'll start being able to take advantage of the opportunity in the future. And, and honestly, I know it's been 18 months this journey and it's, it's honestly probably tougher than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but I'm, I think I'm, I'm 60% there or something like that. I'm halfway there, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I love the goals. I, I love the resolutions. I'm, I'm excited for stocks to trade in the future. I'm excited to be using it in the future. I'm excited for the mobile app. I'm excited for hopefully another profitable year. And, and I just want to add one more thing. I, I, I'd like to have a girlfriend by the end of the year. <laughs> well, no, let's not, let's, let's not, let's not get, you know, I threw out some pretty unrealistic, crazy, wild goals, but I don't know if we, are you really willing to go on the record with a goal that outlandish? Honestly, if, if any female listeners are listening, um, like I, I can give you. All right, we're done. About- we're done. We're done. We're <laughs> done. Hi, this is Latrina from Frederick, Maryland, and I like to clean my kitchen while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade podcast. You can register to win prizes at their website, SteadyTrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in Frederick, Maryland. All right, how do we start? Do you uh, to, do you I think start? you start. You started this week's episode, so I can start. You you did the intro on today's, so the one the one published today. So, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Steady Trade Podcast. It's uh, Stephen. It's I thought I, I we, you know again, you're supposed to be in dry January, but we, <laughs> we ten <laughs> seconds ten seconds ago. We talked about me opening this episode, and then you Did just you proceeded to open it. I was confused with that. Okay, you open it. So, 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 eight days into dry January, are you not dry anymore, or what? You've caught us. I'm, I'm an alcoholic. I'm drunk. <laughs> I can't function anymore. I just didn't want to tell anyone in case I didn't get hired full time on the podcast. <laughs> it's a secret that I didn't want anyone to find out. <laughs> so, anyway, welcome back.